0: Today on Coming of Age, we talk to Mary Mirandi.
1: I was enjoying every minute of it, but never gave any thought about, oh, I should be trying to date or thinking about having children.
0: From Minneapolis, Minnesota, I'm Simon Cecil. Stay with us.
1: I was probably about forty-four, eight or 9, I would
0: say. When I turned 18 years old.
1: 18. I was 25. I was 19 years old.
0: Yeah, and I went, I'm an adult. From the Humphrey School of Public Affairs in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Coming of Age, the podcast where every week we hear the stories of students, staff, and faculty at the Humphrey School and the moments when they begin to feel like grown-ups. Today's story touches on a question that I hadn't really thought about before. If adulthood is something we do, if we feel like adults because we're living a certain kind of life, what happens if we stop living that life? Mary Mirandi is a technology-enhanced learning specialist at the Humphrey and one of the most pleasant and down-to-earth folks I've met at the school. Now, Humphrey is highly dependent on an internet platform called Moodle to Function. It's where papers are turned in, where articles for class are found, where the syllabi are located, and where students have discussions. And Mary's the one who helps professors get the most out of Moodle. I think anyone who's had the job of teaching others how to use technology can probably appreciate just how patient Mary must be. So if you're a student at the Humphrey and Moodle's working for you, you should stop by and give Mary a high five or bring her flowers. Mary Morandi's story begins when she was still quite young and made a decision about what she wanted to do with her life.
1: When I was 12, I decided what my career was going to be. I was going to work uh, in the historic site business. That's my passion is history. And when I was in junior high, I set some really clear life goals for myself, and from then on, Everything I did was focused on how am I going to attain those goals, from what clubs I joined in high school to what classes I took in college and where I applied for jobs. Everything I did was focused on meeting those goals.
0: While Mary's focus on history was what drove her, her understanding of the field grew over time, and her pursuit of the work took her all over the upper Midwest and put her in some really interesting places.
1: Well, at first I thought working in historic sites meant getting dressed in old-timey clothes and taking people on tours. And I did that for a number of years, and then I realized I really enjoyed the business side of the work as well, the planning and the management and administration. I started out as an undergrad intern at the Alexander Ramsey House in St. Paul, um, I read all of Alexander Ramsey's personal journals from 1868 to his death in 1903. I then, um, after college, I worked at uh, New Harmony, Indiana, which was the site of two really influential utopian communal societies. Um, From there, I went to a 1905 home of an Impressionist painter. I worked in two homes that were built in 1888 by lumber barons in Muskegon, Michigan. I worked at an 1845 stagecoach tavern and inn in eastern Wisconsin. Uh, And my last job was um, at the Goodyew County Historical Society in Minnesota.
0: When I asked Mary what it was about history that called to her, It was pretty clear that it was sort of like asking someone to describe what it's like to be in love or have your heart broken. It can be described somewhat, but it's really hard to understand if you haven't experienced it.
1: I've just been fascinated by history my entire life, and my whole family is, and... Uh, um, I grew up in a family that always told family stories about great-aunt Rose and great-aunt Helen and your great-great-grandfather did this, and um, history's always been part of my life. I find history to be inspiring, enlightening. You know, it's, it's an appropriate way to snoop on dead people. I mean, imagine poor Alexander Ramsey. When he wrote his journals, did he ever think... Some snot-nosed 21-year-old college kid was going to be reading his journals, the poor man.
0: To me, this kind of single-minded pursuit of a goal starting at age 12 is remarkable. At age 12, I was primarily focused on just surviving middle school. But Mary followed her love of history with supreme focus. In fact, she was so focused on the career that she was building that she says she didn't really think much about any of the things that we usually put under the heading. Of work life balance. I mean, that's really impressive that you made that decision at 12 years old and didn't waver in it for the next 14 or 15 years. So, how did it feel then when you were in your 20s and 30s managing historic sites?
1: Oh, it was so exciting. I mean, I was in some pretty stressful grown up situations, but It was such an adventure, and and, um, I was really doing some really neat things and and experiencing some unusual circumstances. By the time I was, what, um, 26, I was managing a state historic site, a 211-acre site with seven historic buildings and several millions of dollars' worth of original artwork, and making a name for myself in the field and was enjoying every minute of it but never gave any thought about oh I should be trying to date or thinking about having children or um, well buying a house was out of the picture because in the historic site business one does not make enough money to buy a house and save a lot.
0: It's at this point that things change in a way that was dramatic and unexpected and it was a turn of events that really made Mary question how adult she really feels and so I guess I'm curious clearly you're not in a historic site management right now so what changed
1: I got fired and I was just crushed just blown away devastated didn't want to put myself back through that again So I thought, well, I'm going to move back home to the Twin Cities and just get some kind of office management secretarial job and figure out what's next. And to my great disappointment, I discovered that I could make a lot more money as a secretary than I could make as a historic site director, even having had a 15-year career and a master's degree. And by then, I was starting to realize, okay, I'm probably never going to get married and I'm probably never going to be able to afford buying a house, and so I'd better keep that secretarial job so that I have benefits and I can take care of myself if I'm going to be on my own.
0: I'll be honest and say I didn't really see that part of the story coming. And it felt invasive to ask more about it. What I didn't ask Mary about was what happened when she moved back to the cities.
1: I moved back to the cities in 1999 and I worked for a Fortune 500 company in downtown St. Paul, which was a big, big change from working in small town historic sites. Um, I've been at the Humphreys six years and really appreciate my job here and have been treated really well and, you know, no regrets there, but I don't view my job as I did my history career I mean it's not like when I was 12 I thought oh I'm going to grow up and be a technology enhanced learning associate
0: Mary says she doesn't have any regrets about her path but she does notice the ways in which the life she's living differs from that of her peers looking back do you think that if you had the opportunity to go back would you change any of that
1: you know, I was asking myself that very question this, this weekend as I thought about this. No, I wouldn't change what I did. I had a great time, and, and like I said, there's just no point regretting. I, I may be a little wistful, and I think knowing if I knew then what I know now, I maybe would have taken the time to say, okay, Mary, just to make sure you're pursuing this career instead of pursuing getting married, right? You sure? No, I wouldn't change it. I I notice now, though, that my friends are starting to have grandchildren and thinking about retiring. And so back to your initial question of, you know, when did you feel like a grown-up? And my immediate response was, I don't feel like a grown-up. I think it's because I know where my peers are. And I instantly know that I'm different from them. And that's why my immediate thought to your question was, well, I'm not a grown-up because I don't have all of those things grown-ups are supposed to have.
0: Now that she's at Humphrey, Mary pursues her passion outside of work. And while that's definitely not the same as directing historic sites, there are things about the arrangement that she appreciates.
1: I can read and watch documentaries and visit museums, and um, I volunteer on the weekends. And so I get my fill of my passion on the weekends and in evenings and uh, during my vacations. And then during the day, I get the stability and learning a new field here at Humphrey.
0: That's our show for today. Mary Mirandi works on the first floor of the Humphrey School in the office area. So if you're interested in history and you want someone who knows a lot about it and would love to talk to you, stop by and say hello. Thanks for listening. I'm Simon Cecil, and join us next week for another story about coming of age.
1: I am high, I'm flying free I am just where I want to be You know you've seen the last of me Trust me, baby, your history